0: Won't you come over? Let me get to know ya. Hey, na 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 na, delve into emotion, be us in this moment. Yeah.
1: Hello, welcome to Literary License Podcast, and we're doing our Getting to Know You segment of Craig Johnson. Hello, Craig. Welcome to the Literary License Podcast.
2: Hello. Yeah, thanks for letting me join, and uh, yeah, it's good, good to join you guys.
1: We're glad you're here. Now, Craig is will be joining our Kings of Horror episode, and he might be guest co-hosting on some of our other episodes. So, what we thought we'd do is introduce yourself to everyone. So, Craig, what do you do uh, in your spare time, and what do you do for a living?
2: Um, So I was raised in East Finchley in North London. um, And I'm I'm a key worker in mental health care. uh, And in my spare time, I'm a photographer and artist. And I'll do like uh, open house exhibitions in the local area and some some online exhibitions and things like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's my passion and it, it keeps me sane. (laughs) <laughs>
3: awesome. Uh, uh, do you want to plug anything, uh, whether it's social media? Do you have a, a, a website or something you would like to yeah, share? Yeah, sure.
2: Um, I've got the, my Instagram is uh, at Craig's World, too. My Etsy shop is, if you search Etsy shop, um, Craig John, Craig's World, uh, or the, the actual link is etsy.com slash UK slash shop slash Craig's World. I've also got uh, an exhibition, I've been shortlisted for London Coffee Festival in September at the Truman Brewery. And if you live locally in North London or the London area, I've got work in the Cup of Joy restaurant in East Finchley High Road starting in September, which is gonna be um, pictures of uh, some, uh, my mom's done some photography of some sculptures in parkland walk which is of the spriggan which is like the green man uh, he's like an eater of children's souls uh, yeah, sounds like was, that's
3: up my alley
2: <laughs> it was it was in <laughs> one of stephen king's short stories about crouch end and it's quite it's kind of spooky uh, and i'm also
0: spooky.
2: i'm also co-exhibiting with david grant who you'll meet on here as well he's going to join me for, for the podcast fingers crossed
3: awesome and
2: He's, um, he was in um, a lot of bands in the 80s uh, such as Crown Affair and V-Sore X.
1: And, um, we'll also um, feature all this information um, for our listeners if you join up to the llpodcast.com, join the newsletter and all the information about Craig's art and where you can find him will be listed in that. So we, we deal with a lot of different genres in our um, podcasting. And So what's your favourite film genre? <laughs>
2: uh, I'm a big movie fan, but it's probably got to be because I'm pretty well known for liking really bad movies, which involve (laughs) rubber monsters from the (laughs) eighties. So we're we're talking critters, ghoulies and killer clowns, for example, but I think I love
3: killer (laughs)
0: clowns.
2: My favorite movie that I watch a lot is probably, there's actually three. I think it's either home alone with, probably Gremlins and The Nightmare Before Christmas uh, seasonal but yeah I would I'll watch Ghoulies too it's like multiple times throughout the year um, yeah I'm quite Goolies. well known I for liking Goolies Goolies bad Goolies movies too.
1: it's up there with Critters
2: 1 and 2 as well <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I like Critters I don't know anybody doesn't like those those are just good clean fun
1: Yeah, Ghoulies they come out of the toilets. So that makes it even more stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get you in the <laughs> you know
3: what? I've got to show Asher that this weekend when he comes here, his mother will kill me. But oh well.
1: Oh, ghoulies I, I ghoulies is like a good gateway drug into horror. I think.
2: Yeah. I want a, I want a fish ghouly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get my hands on an actual fish ghouly prop, along the little abs with a bald head.
1: Oh yeah! It
3: comes
2: out of the swimming pool. <laughs> oh, yeah!
3: So that's your favorite film.
2: Yeah, I think so. Maybe Slash t- Troll was quite good as well. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> was that one? Harry, Harry Potter Jr. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> Do you have an early film memory you'd like to share?
2: Um, probably my earliest film memory would be watching The NeverEnding Story, I imagine, with my grandma, and probably Disney sing-along songs, videos.
3: Were you traumatized by our tax?
2: <laughs> maybe the Maybe the blisters were a bit...
3: Um. <laughs> everybody says their first traumatic movie they watched when they were young was RTAX drowning. You know, so everybody. That oh yeah, like, that
2: is heroin Yeah, that does. Even now, it will probably touch a nerve if I watch it. I,
3: mean, <laughs> I just. We were, so, somebody who, brought it up in a horror forum the other day. ago. it's like I cried when RTAX died. Everybody you know, did. It. I thought.
2: You
1: like actually brought it, it up in your interview, Vicky as well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I probably, you know, because somebody's been, because we were talking about it. I don't remember who I got into it with about our tax, but someone was sending me funny memes about our tax. It's like, you know, I've got a bad sense of humor. So,
1: I mean, here on the Literary License podcast, we find that when it's people dying, it maimed very horribly. We're okay with it. So we get like something, an animal. It's like, oh my God, we can't deal with it. So
2: my mom's obsessed with watching Houston Animal Cops at the moment. And whenever we see the poor horses on there, <laughs> it's just so harrowing to see it. I'm surprised I haven't seen one drowning in a swamp, you know. But
0: <laughs> I,
3: I I watched like the animal cops here. I'm a big animal person. Just, like yeah. I'm the kind of person that will will I will bust your windshield in if there's a dog <laughs> in there because it gets like 117 degrees and just in the shade sometimes here. And there are people that do that.
1: So I mean, look at the other side, look at the other side of this. If there's a child. Rolled up in there, like a six-month-old child, she just walked on by.
3: Yeah, none <laughs> of my nothing to see here, you know. But honestly, people actually forget that they have a child in the back seat. I just don't, and that people are saying, you know, now like to leave something in the front seat to remind you you have a child in the back seat. How do you not remember you have a child in the back seat? You
1: know. Listen, my dad um, put my <laughs> sister on top of the hood of the car, on top of the car. <laughs> Kelly, I mean, I think she was not, Yeah, of course, always Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but when she was like 18 months old, and and I don't know, he put the groceries in the car and forgot about her and drove off and got about three blocks until someone oh, beeped to God. let him know that my scissors on top of the car in the <laughs> car seat.
2: Well, I was I was left at the store at the top of the road, and the shopkeeper had to tell my mum that, that I was at, I was in the pram at the top of the road. <laughs> so that's when my problem started, you know. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> So you can officially take that psychiatric line. It's like anyone finds fault with you, go blame my
3: parents. And
2: they <laughs> because it was all my parents <laughs> leaving the backseat of the car. That's
1: it. <laughs> um, what's your favorite book and author?
2: Uh, it's Gotta Be Rose Madder by Stephen King. I just think that book is just amazing. Um, I just couldn't put it down. It was just amazing book. And I really would love to see a film of it but it hasn't happened yet for some reason i'm not sure
1: i'm um, surprised because that's a, um if uh, um, tell me if i'm right that's the one about the woman has the abusive husband and she goes off and then she ends up yeah doing audio yeah, with, the
2: pain- with the painting
1: yeah and the matador the manager yeah. yes yes I, I read that really
2: really cool i don't think i read Love that it. one oh it's amazing it's which one is a, it so good rose madder
1: it's a it's actually one of his it's is it a novella
3: better- or is it a novel yeah. novel? Uh, a, is it like thinner is what I mean? Kind of sort of.
1: I would sit there and say it's probably
2: it's more. The, it's the same size fantasy as uh, Dead Zone. Yeah.
1: I've never heard of that one. It has this like fantasy side of it that is interwoven into it as well. Mm. Gotcha. I sit there and say, it's really, I remember that one, actually, and I, actually,
2: now that you mentioned that, I haven't
1: thought of that for years, but now that you mentioned it, it's very vivid, in, very vivid in my mind now. I just
3: real. can't place that
2: one. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's re- it's a really yeah, good Yeah, I
3: read. will. Do you have any particular episode you're looking forward to doing this season?
2: Uh, when I saw the list, my eyes just was like, my head was going to blow up. I was like, uh, some of the films is, is like, oh yes, yes, yes. Killer Clans, especially, I, Count.
3: I know you can't go wrong with someone said they're doing a reboot of Killer Clowns. I really hope no,
1: they're, no, they're doing a sequel. Um, the original directors and writers and producers of Killer Clowns
3: going are to do an sequel. actual sequel.
1: Yeah, it's not a reboot; it's a sequel. Oh,
3: thank God! It's like, please don't <laughs> no reboots.
2: And what else are you saying, Craig? Um, well, anything Clive Barker, really. Um, I'm going to try and do as many as I can. Uh, work them in. As long as I'm not working on the weekend, I'll definitely be there for, for that um, session. Well, the uh, Kings
1: of War, um we actually do on a Saturday, but um, our two-for-ones, 80s, we do on a Friday night.
2: Okay, that's cool.
1: Now you've done podcasting for other uh, with other podcast platforms and then you're actually joining us um, for season five. What do you like about um, podcasting?
2: Um, I, just, I like um, just expressing my opinions of what I like, but also finding out what other people's liked and see if they like the same thing or similar stuff and, uh, just enjoying the experience together of, uh, reviewing something.
3: It's fun. We thought it was therapeutic. I think it's therapeutic because it makes me feel better the rest of the day, especially if someone, you know, they all agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got
2: to talk, Right. <laughs>
3: do you have any kind of favorite quote or saying that you like to share
2: my favorite quote I like I like a lot of Shakespeare stuff Uh, yeah so there was one where he said um give thanks for what you are today and go on fighting for what you're going to be tomorrow so I like I like positive stuff that's Um,
3: very positive I like that dude yeah
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it means a lot, especially nowadays, actually. I think we can all take away from stuff like that. Please, yeah. So, do you have a special message to our fans that, or something that's happened to you that's changed
2: your life? Changed my life? Probably, I think gratitude maybe has changed my life. I I feel like I'm thankful for things that I've got in my life. Um, And um, I've been using a gratitude journal, so weekly I can just review my week and because so much happens time goes so quickly that you just lose track of what's happening and it's ex- good experiences. And sometimes it's so easy to focus on like the negative stuff. Um, yeah.
0: And yeah. working in,
2: in my field is uh, you see a lot of challenging and har- quite harrowing things, um, but it's good to just stay on top of the good stuff and, and, and see the beauty in, in things. And I think that's why I like to do my photography of animals and, and wildlife and landscapes and i just get to appreciate the beauty of the planet and and things around me in the local area sort of thing
3: there's definitely a lot of beauty in the planet there's no doubt about that uh when your time has passed on this earth and we're all going to pass eventually what's the one thing you would like to be remembered for
2: probably my photography of, of the local area and stuff and um People, maybe people can remember some of the pictures that I've taken and, and exhibitions that I had, maybe and things like that.
3: That seems pretty legit. I love um, photography. I love looking yeah. at people's pictures. But, you know, I just, I just I have to look you up now. I'm going to creep all your stuff when we're done here. <laughs> I
2: do a lot of I do a lot of surrealist stuff. So, um, like Anne Hardy at the V&A is quite inspiring, and Greg, Greg Crudston. I love his stuff Um, and that's inspired me to do a lot of like fake alien invasion stuff in North Finchley um, with a lot of ties to like New World Order and the planet Nibiru and conspiracy theories Um, and that was that's featured on like London Underground and stuff and a lot of uh, like Conrad architects have had have got that because I'll blow it up like one meter on aluminium and, and hand display it, sort of thing. That's cool. But I basically had my, my uncle's greenhouse and we used smoke grass um, and methylated spirit in the pond in bowls. And I had a little alien figure that I got made at this little studio. Um, and we used the TV arrow that had been dumped as an antennae to represent the, sh- the ship. And then basically, I used an old Wister camera. And I had it on an eight-hour exposure, so I've got like dust and dawn in the same image. But what it is, it was on set timers, so it, it absorbed all the ambient light. So the greenhouse, it just hums this ethereal glow, um, which you, which you couldn't really see because all the lights were out, but it was still absorbing. But it's really, really cool. Um, that was
3: genius, actually.
2: <laughs> and I did another one, which was like um, a modern take on The Wizard of Oz, where I used my uncle's garage, and I put two legs sticking out with a lot of with black and white tights on, and I've called it "The Witch Is Dead," which is like a modern take on the ending of the "Where the House Falls on the Witch." Um, and uh, yeah, that is it's a bit quirky and a bit weird. That's cool. Me, of
1: I'm
3: definitely creeping all of your stuff.
2: <laughs> I don't do normal. Well, I can do, I do. I normal, do a nice flower.
3: Normal's boring. <laughs> um,
2: 50, 50.
1: Personality and individuality that always speaks volumes. So.
3: Yes, it does. Can't get that up.
2: You can oh, Google, if you if what? you Google greenhouse gas and Craig Johnson, you'll it, you might find it online.
3: I'm looking for you now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the picture. I want to see the picture of the greenhouse. That just sounds really yeah. cool.
1: So, what I want to do is remind our listeners that I can find all um, Craig Johnsons and all his um web links and where to find his artwork and stuff like that will be available through this interview of course on the show notes and also be included in the newsletter as well so we want to thank you Craig for joining the Literary Relations podcast and we'll be seeing you for your first episode for The Dead Zone yep. by Stephen King and The Dead Zone directed by David Cronenberg in two weeks time yeah All right, cool.
3: that's cool. going to be a good one right.
2: yeah wicked alright
3: got a lot of good people for that one it's going to be fun